Asian Avengers. So weak. Avengers. So weak. Asian, Asian Avengers. So weak. So so fuckable, bro. You know. Whoa. Whoa. There's five Asian guys together. Wow. Together. Did you ever um go through a stealing phase? Do I think everyone should have a gun? Maybe. Or you can look me up. I don't care. I'll fight you. I don't care. You want to get high as fuck? Well? You like opium? Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Asian, not Asian podcast, a podcast where two Asian guys not from Asia talk about American issues no American cares about. I'm your host, Fumi Abe. I'm Mike Nguyen. And welcome. This is our 51st episode, almost 52. Wow. It's almost been a year. Yes. Can you believe that? No, I can't. That's crazy. Uh, well, today, we're coming at you live from the Canal Street Market, so shouts to those guys. Uh, check out at Listening Party Presents and at Canal Street Market for more information. Um, how are you, man? What's going on? I'm good. I'm cold. Are you cold? Uh, they turned the heat on, so I'm good now. I'm oh, good. Are you? Yeah. I'm still freezing, you're still bro. freezing. I'm, I'm That's a, the thing about uh, Asians are always cold, and you're pretty stocky for an Asian guy. Hey, but I love <laughs> that you're still cold because. What does that mean? It means that in the co- at the core, you're weak, like, just like me. <laughs> weak. You're weak. You're weak sauce. So. I, uh, yeah, I do get cold. I'm I'm from. A, I always say it's because I'm from a country where it's always hot or hotter and wet. Mm. You know, so I'm probably the first Vietnamese dude to ever own a fleece. <laughs> you know so like my like if my ancestors would see that like, i'm married to a green woman right and then i have this long sleeve fleece on yeah they'd be like what is happening <laughs> um i had like a really interesting week yeah um i did another person's podcast <gasps> i cheated you son on of a bitch i cheated on you, you cheated oh on me. sorry oh my god yeah uh i did an interesting one it was called young daddy podcast so if you guys are fans of me and mike go check that out uh it's just me but uh, it's uh, a little background on this podcast. It's this comedian named Lev Fur. We call him Hot Comic Lev here on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> He's a New York comedian, very funny, very, yeah. hot, very hot, very popular with the ladies. So he as you is. can guess, his podcast is all about like dating, sex, like he, he's also like 21 years old 22 years old he's so really like young. it's just it's really just that 21 22 year old energy stuff yeah. right so we just literally talked about blowjobs for like 45 minutes i mean when i was 22 that's all i talked exactly about. but i haven't done I'm, I'm 29 now so i haven't done that in a minute you haven't you know? had a blowjob in a long time <laughs> yes <laughs> that's actually what the episode was about but, uh, <laughs> yeah um but it was just so interesting to kind of be with young people again and like just kind of reliving that experience yeah. again. you know also he was taking questions from his listeners and they all call him daddy because mm. uh, it's like the young daddy podcast and i was like that was kind of turning me on like in, in a weird way oh um, yeah that's sweet but all the questions were like um he go did he ghost me like why did he ghost me and it was just uh, like so, it was just like fascinating to i know we're only like we're not even 10 years apart but there definitely is a huge difference I, I i felt that generation gap you know yeah, absolutely yeah. i mean the difference between 22 and, and 30 is massive yeah this is there's, i mean it's less so i think between 30 and 40 or whatever but yeah. it's still so big i i would did you feel i listened to it it was great mm-hmm. you guys should check it out and but i was just glad i'm not young this mm. is the first that i thought i was gonna be jealous and like yeah sure you know you go you're young <laughs> jealous of the blowjobs yeah jealous <laughs> of like oh you're young you're getting chicks blah 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 you're yeah. out you're all you know you um can't you, you don't uh, like you don't have long hangovers. Yep, yep. You can bounce back from stuff all the time. Yep. Um, but, oh God, just, I, I listened to it and I was like, I am so glad I don't have to do that. I can go to a bar mm. and not be like, you know, in prowling mode, you know? I yeah. can just go to a bar and just be the sad guy tell, in the corner. Tell me more about like 21 and your Mike. Because twenty one year old Mike. Because I always joke with you that like, y- if you and I were the same age, like I feel like we would have really hit it off. You and I? Yeah. Oh, you don't think so? No. <laughs> <laughs> Ow. <laughs> I, 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 
Why don't think? Why don't you think we would have got along? You don't, you think you've been too cool for me? Or no, I been no, too cool no. For you? I wasn't too cool. It's just I, w- I had a lot of. I was like a very angsty person. Yeah, you, well, you don't think I was? Yeah, but then you think two angsty guys would have like gone along and stuff like that? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe I guess so. But tell me more about twenty-one-year-old Mike. Did you have a love face? Did you have a hot comic love face where you went out? Because one of the things we talked about where I really felt the age was I was talking to him about how like when you're in your 30s I use my thumb to caress my girlfriend's hair oh okay I was gonna you know? say I use my thumb for stuff but uh, right <laughs> I, I use it to caress her hair like over oh. her ear but he was saying that you know at, at his he's using thumbs to like touch buttholes and like he he licks girls ears and stuff that's like a thing like putting his tongue inside the ear <laughs> like a lot of new shit's happening you know you know what's funny is that it, this is all just like it sounds like young people doing it it sounds like okay there's like two wheels and there's like you know where you spin it you know and one of them is body part and then another body part yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's just like thumb <laughs> in eyeball <laughs> oh yeah oh I'm gouging eyes oh sick but, but it's like completely normal to them you yeah. know so I mean that's the thing is that like there's you, you gotta have so many sex moves you, can, you know what I'm saying it's like yeah. it's like when I don't like to shake hands with cool black people because I don't know what the latest cool black guy ah, hand, handshake yes, is yes right? yes yes I remember yes, one yes. time I, uh, recently at a mic this other b- comic went up he was cool and he did his thing I wanted to give him like you know dap or whatever yeah. and I totally fucked it up and I just ended up shaking his, his finger <laughs> like a baby shaking his what, like you know what I'm like that <laughs> and I was like oh fuck I fucked up <laughs> And so I just feel like if I was a young person, if yeah. I was suddenly a young person and single again, this girl would be like, oh yeah, let's do the like, uh, you know, reverse light bulb. And I'm like, oh fuck, well, I gotta go to the bathroom real quick and like Google, Google image it real quick. It. And I'm like, oh, it's Ooh. like a elbow to the back of the knee or whatever it is. And I'm just yeah. like, I don't know, I'm not prepared for that. Honestly, yeah, I, I it, just talking to him was exhausting. You know, <laughs> just like, just having to use my imagination to be like, you stuck your tongue in her ear hole? And I was like, please tell me she was Asian because I know white people have like you know their earwax is like honey oh you know it's weird, like real wet yeah or whatever. but like asian people's earwax is like uh i don't even know it's like dust no it's right? really hard so like i would hard i feel order. like the dust one's better i mean the i don't know why i don't better. you shouldn't be licking eat people's ears i don't know i'm conservative in that way i listened to a segment that i really liked and you talked very very nicely i didn't know you could do it and you talked very nicely about maria and like what well, the thing <laughs> you guys had you guys have you know you're trying well to, it's hard to explain they're making fun of me yeah of course because he was like no bro bro it's all about the blowjobs and i'm like no it's more than the blowjob like i'm 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 with my partner and we're like building something i kept saying i'm building something yeah yeah and they're yeah. just laughing at me they're like yeah he's like when i bet when you first started dating her you didn't come into the relationship like i want to build something which yeah. is true but you know things change it's hard to explain to somebody what being in a good relationship is like because it doesn't sound cool. Doesn't sound cool. It no. doesn't sound like yeah, man, we're fucking reverse doggy styling it all the time. No, I don't even that means. Right. I just made up a move. Reverse so doggy style. Reverse doggy yeah. style. Where we're 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 neither one of us faces each other. <laughs> you're, and we're facing you're each other in the air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. And she hurt your butt and her butt. I touch. That's, that's 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 a relationship is when you you don't even spoon you turn away from each other yeah, when you're in yeah, bed yeah, 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 and you yeah, both yeah. have your own space ah, that sounds really good. that's amazing that's but amazing. so it doesn't sound cool to have like a relationship yeah so I mean thank you for trying to represent uh, dudes who are on lockdown yeah for sure <laughs> exactly um, before we start a show let's do a quick shout out to our new Patreon we fans <gasps> yes we just hit a hundred fucking patreon we did and we now that unlocks you did it everybody you did it, everybody tell you, did, tell you, you you we we've got a bonus content that we're going to release we have to figure out how to release it but uh we've got essentially another episode uh per month we're going to start with one extra episode per month mm-hmm. uh and and we'll go from there and then we've got other like things in the pipeline but for right now we're going to do that 
And so if you um, want in on this, yep. then you have to support us on Patreon. Yep, yep. We've got a couple different levels, but if you become a Patreon supporter, we're on patreon.com slash Asian Not Asian Pod. And we've got uh, 100 subscribers now, yep. or Patreons. Yep. That's a small army. That's nice. It is. It's, mm-hmm. it's uh, they're, you know, f- they're people who fuck with us for sure. And thank you very much. And we've got, we, we, we always play a game where we try to guess who it is before we begin i missed somehow i missed this i don't know how uh one of the per- people from like last week is one of my good friends christian guardia oh yeah he oh, because he just wrote christian he didn't put his uh, last that's motherfucker. why that's, that's why. why yeah that's Fuck why you, christian yeah you Fucking can't christian yeah it's ridiculous he's man. uh he's chilean i don't know if you know any chilean people oh They're, we guessed that he was brazilian or something like that uh we were close, close. We we're close he should really give that one Although to you totally different country and culture but okay, anyways let's yeah. play this game where we try to guess what ethnicity you are based on your last name yay very risky risky okay <laughs> risky. first uh, yeah, first uh, new subscriber so kendrick shu S-H-U S-H-U Kendrick? Kendrick, that's fucking dope Yo, he, this guy is so young He name, was named after Kendrick Lamar Yeah, he's young He must be like eight <laughs> <laughs> He probably owns his own startup already though, So shouts to uh, Shoot, what is that? Chinese? Chinese Okay We've got all Chinese people We should get a Chinese person on the show We probably should We have, we have Who? Lily Oh yeah Yeah She went nice. to Harvard too Okay, that's one more plus. Daniel Daniel Dan D-A-N Like Dan Dan noodles Dan Mmm, delicious Mmm, probably Chinese Daniel Dan Yep Mm, he can call himself Dan Dan. Dan Dan. Yo, who wants some of these noodles though? <laughs> His mother is uh, ground pork. Okay. <laughs> Barbara Hengehold. Hengehold. Henge. H e n g e h o l d. Hengehold. Yeah. Also Barbara. This person's like sixty-five. Yeah. There's I mean, no th- young I'm, Barbara. I'm picturing like a sixty-five-year-old German woman. Yeah, who's like knitting. knitting. Yeah. She's knitting. <laughs> but she's lit and she's knitting a little <laughs> Asian guy. And she's like, she oh, supports me because I'm Japanese das, and she misses the old times. Uh, <laughs> mm, das Reisnus is my thing. I love Das Reisnus. Right, thank you. Shouts to Germany. Uh, we got Justin Weirwan. W I R A W A N. Oh, this dude, I bet you this dude is like some sort of weird Malaysian. Mm. They got weird names over there. Malaysian? They got, yeah, they got like all sorts of like, we're we're, we're Putro or No, that's like Thai, that. no? No, that too. Yeah. But their names are really long and okay. Kala Pala Kalang. Yeah, you yeah. Know? So <laughs> these guys, this is very risky stuff. This you is comedy without risky. a comedy. A comedy without a condom. <laughs> okay. So. Here we go. <laughs> okay, we got three more. We got Sharon Chen, Chinese. Chinese. Giselle Custodio. That's a sick name. Custodio. C-U-S-T-O-D-I-O. This dude is, this person is definitely from Brazil. Very close to custodian, but and just custodio. Custodio, but, but Giselle? That's but, a sick But Dio name. means God. Oh. That's kind of cool. Dude, Brazilian. Giselle, G-E-Z-E-L-L. That's tight. Brazil. That's tight. Definitely. Shouts to Brazil. Uh, and then lastly, but, but least, uh, Henry Truong. T-R-U-O-N-G. That's yes. Chinese. That's Chinese. No, that's Vietnamese. Oh, is it really? Yeah, Truong. Oh, shit. Well, this dude might be Chinese Vietnamese, so in which case then... Ooh, Henry, though. That's half, an old half. school name. Yeah, this dude is... Uh, he prob- we probably went to school together or something like that. For he's sure. a secret fan I love it Damn. Thank you well, Henry Thank you he's Henry and, and everybody. He's the 100th person <laughs> Thank you everybody so much Again uh, you know, Check us out on Patreon.com Slash Asian Not Asian Pod uh, For more information And bonus episodes And stuff like that uh, Should we just get right into it? Uh, let's do it uh, We are so excited To have uh, our guest With us today uh, I apologize This first segment Took so long <laughs> uh, I loved it we have, You can't uh, talk yet Hold on 
<laughs> Shut the hell up. <laughs> we gotta edit that out. Our guest today is a uh, is a good friend of ours. She is a uh, comedian, writer, actress. Uh, she's an improv goddess at the Upright Citizens Brigade. Yeah. She's been on IFC Above Average. She uh, is on this Comedy Central show called Every Damn Day. She was named Top 100 Influencers by Brooklyn Magazine. Whoa. Ooh. Hey, uh, so she's, and she's written for McSweeney's Funny or Die, uh, Reductress. She's all over the place. Please give it up for the very funny Natasha Vainbla. Yay. Oh, biggest credit. She is our first white person. Wow. Yeah. Holy, that's huge. That's huge. Wow. Yeah, what yeah. an honor for you. Damn. Yeah, congratulations. How do you feel? Thoughts? I, I mean, I'm so excited to represent the white race. <laughs> yeah. There you go. We have so many questions. We have so many questions. First of all, why do you do what do you do? Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, thanks for coming on. Um, real quick for the listeners, I just want to do, we always do like a How We Met kind of story. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. uh, I don't know where you met her. I met, I met her at, at the a, pit. Oh, uh, yeah, I met her at, uh, at Autos. Hell yeah. Oh, Autos. I remember like... Uh, open mic. Yeah. Jimmy Peoples open a mic. Daytime yeah. open daytime, mic. Daytime, 3 p.m. open mic. Mm-hmm. Smells like farts in there always. Yeah. Always smells like farts in yeah. there. And I saw Natasha. And I remember two things. A, obviously you were very funny. And B, you have, you dress very cool. I like how you dress. And that's very unusual as for, for, both of those things are very unusual for a 3 p.m. open <laughs> mic. No, one's, so no one's funny and everybody dresses like shit. And I, and you were, and you were really good. And so, you know, I, I just was like, oh man, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, yeah. I, then I saw you like a few other times some other places. So that's how I met you. That is truly the exact same thing I thought about you. Aww. Yeah. Autos and farts. Yeah. I was like, yeah. so funny and dresses so cool. Oh, thank you. I mm-hmm. remember that was uh, when we first met, like you had told me you were doing like a fashion show or something or like you were thinking about doing a fashion I'm show. I'm always thinking about doing a fashion show and never doing it. Mm, is that something that you're into on the side? Yes, but not like... Maybe I feel like I wonder if we're the same way about this, but I don't follow like um, prescribed fashion stuff. So it's like I like New York Fashion Week, all those designers, that sort of thing. I don't, mm. um, you know, like fuck with. But I love like thrift stores and vintage stuff. So yeah. just kind of like weird stuff. Very you. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? So it's like a very like a, your own thing. And I think the reason why you can't do a fashion comedy thing is because those things don't mix together at all I, like yeah. really don't they really don't I was trying for a while to like do there was like this really cute store in Brooklyn that I was like doing a show in there and <gasps> yes it, I did that one yes did I did, did yes you? you did yes I did yeah. yes and it was like thank you for doing it oh, it was it. fine at mm-hmm. best but it was like too cute yeah, you know I mean? it was too cute. Mm. Shit was like too nice. The clientele was too hip. Yeah, in a way yeah. That was like, everybody was. Um, it just didn't work. Yeah, you can't like talk about blowjobs and stuff like that, and then yeah. like have a really nice tea set nearby. <laughs> You know? It's like spot on. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's like, like Moscow mule, like beveled <laughs> copper, beautiful yeah. mugs. Oh, this and you're like, Christian. my asshole hurts. Yeah. yeah. That, that yeah. is the weirdest thing about comedy is like setting is so important. So important. So, and not just like the ambience, but like, is it too cool? Yeah. Right? Like, so a lot of comedians will complain about doing a show at like, the Soho House or something which Soho House if you, listeners if you don't know is yes. like a cool exclusive yes. social club for rich New Yorkers and when you do shows there it's like the people you're doing shows for like CEOs yeah right, right 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 I did a show not at the Soho House but at the classic car club of Manhattan Whoa. oh that was Matt Pavich's thing yes. I saw pictures of that how was it, it I mean the same yeah where it was like the, I was like who am I talking to who, who were you talking to there was like just people eating steak in <laughs> that's a bad sign yeah like in front of Ferraris that's yeah. if the person is eating food more expensive than what you're getting paid you're gonna bomb 
Oh yeah, that's just a little comedy. Yes, exactly. It was yeah, it was weird as hell. But I got paid a bunch of money. Okay, you know, so I was like, I'll fucking do it again. Did you laugh? I don't care. Um, yes and no. It was like it was that kind of show where you get big pops and then it's immediately dead. Yes. And I'm like, there's no momentum because I think they're like chewing. Because they're meat. eating their steak. <laughs> <laughs> what is the classic car club? Is that like for people who have it's, cool cars? It's like Soho House, mm. except you also get to rent like bomb ass cars. Whoa! So you dang. can like take a Ferrari out for the weekend. <gasps> oh my and god! And Matt Pavich has a membership now what? because from the, being yes. a producer, and at so that he show. can like take cars out. Dude, How we, sh- we need cost? to we need to like pull up in what, like a Maserati or something for yeah. a next show. You dude, really I do. Pull up in a, my old Corolla, dude. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's real style, <laughs> man. So Natasha, we try to do some research on you. Um, but I don't know if it's because you're Russian or not, but we couldn't find a lot of personal information about your life. I try to keep that shit yeah, on Yeah, dude. Do you really? Yes. Interesting. In fact, it was really funny because I, I, I was able to go onto your website last week, but this morning I tried to log on and I got like an error. Oh, you, this oh morning. that's weird. Yeah, I could, actually, I could actually show you a picture. I should fix that. It was like uh, Google wouldn't let me through. Whoa. Yeah, and Whoa. I was like, oh, I'm not trying to get hacked. This is <laughs> not worth hacked. it. Yeah, so so uh, this is all the research I did last week. Uh-huh. Um, but you, let's let's talk about this. Listeners, right? I know what you're thinking. You're like, well, why is she on here? She's not Asian. Well, oh. plot twist, she's not Asian. The other half promise that we made for this podcast. <laughs> and she's also an immigrant. You're an immigrant. Mm-hmm. You're a Russian immigrant, and I think we bonded because when you when you you and I first met, we talked about how like I think you and I both moved here at like age eight, seven for me, seven, yeah. right? Oh. Yeah, and I would love to just kind of get into. I know what it was like for me and other Asian kids, but I, I wonder how it was for Russian people. Just because maybe there's a language barrier, but like on the outside, you I guess you look American mm-hmm. or you can pass as American, you know? So like, where where did you move to from Russia? So we so I was born in Saint Petersburg, Russia, mm-hmm. and then we moved to um, Queens right away. And then I had a great uncle in Richmond, Virginia. Whoa. Mm. And so that's where we ended up. Which so, was like so weird, like you know, the capital of the Confederacy. <laughs> how long? How long were you there for? I was there. Um, so I even went to college at University of Virginia. So I was like oh, okay. in Virginia until I graduated, and then I moved to New York. Gotcha. Like wow. right after. Were there a lot of other Russians there? Yeah, it was really weird. So it was. Uh, so we're Jewish also But like in the way That so many people are like Eh I'm like Jewish But like yeah, not Like my parents yeah. are atheists Okay Like mm. uh, but we So at the time I mean Russia is still Just so problematic In so many ways But they were in the 90s it was like super anti-semitic oh really yeah which i as a kid didn't realize um but so like my mom is not jewish my dad is jewish Mm -hmm. my mom never took my dad's last name got it and i remember joking with her in high school and being like did you not think it was gonna last is that why yeah (laughs) i was like no if if like people found out i was married to a jewish person i would be fired and like blacklisted i was like damn just why in the 90s what did that i don't know I don't, I don't they know. Just it was pick just a still, <laughs> or I think it was like still bad up until the nineties. Oh, yeah. So we were able to leave because of one chain migration, God bless, mm. uh, and two because we were still considered refugees at the time. So really, wow. so we moved. Yeah, for those reasons, and then in Richmond, Virginia, the Jewish Community Center there, for what reason I don't know, was sponsoring a lot of refugees. Yes. So there was this weird pocket of Russian immigrants who moved like in the nineties, and we all lived in these like. You know, projects essentially. Sick. Whoa! But it was it was really wonderful because I we moved and like I 
I, a memory I have it was the first day of like getting into our apartment I was just greeted by like a gaggle of Russian children oh really <laughs> <laughs> and they, like just, accepted me and like we talked and it was like I'm just imagining them in costume like in the Russian costume <laughs> just doing the dance <laughs> one guy's just wearing an Adidas tracksuit yeah exactly <laughs> that's it, sick it was wonderful and I went to a like conservative Jewish school for two oh, years oh really um, from like ages seven to nine yeah wow and we got out of or my parents took me out of it because they saw I started praying and really? my parents were like yeah we're done no no hold on here <laughs> hold on here uh-huh. I love that too that your dad wasn't you know you weren't really that religious At but then all. you kind of had to fake it a little bit because yes. they saved you from this like terrible regime it's so true and it's like oh yeah totally you know god yeah. man you know <laughs> i'll see you i'll take one of those hats love it love yeah, it like, we would go to like synagogue and stuff like wow. it was true it was like pretending on so many levels yes right Dude. so it's like pretending to be an American yeah. and then also in this Russian community that is very Jewish pretending to be Jewish when like we weren't Jewish at all we was my, a lot of layers when, I'm, when my family moved here we were sponsored by um, a, a Catholic by, by, the Catholic church did that a lot mm-hmm. of that for Whoa. us yeah so my, my mom was already here and then we had to find sponsors for my rest of my family was all Catholic and that really stuck so like we were all about Catholicism mm. and we still are so I guess it worked for them I don't yeah. know but yeah, yeah. for us not cool. I didn't know that there was a religious component to the sponsor for sure, thing for sure yeah. yeah I mean like that was the way that and we, we like hung out with them like consistently for like years and years and the most recent time was when I was like it was in the 90s and like we saw this family and they were like you know, big old Texan people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. the, I remember the son and I really bonded again because we were both into Tupac. <laughs> <laughs> so that was sick. I was like, yo, <laughs> he's Tupac. Really big among the Catholics. So Tupac. big. Yeah. I mean, he does talk about yeah. Mary a lot. So mm-hmm. yeah, there That's you go. <laughs> what did your parents do when you moved here? Because I have a friend, I think she was in a similar boat. She's a friend from work. Her name is mm-hmm. Lisa. Also Russian. Her, one of her parents is Jewish, but again, she said they weren't allowed to talk about it. Wow. Her dad, like a very smart dude, but when he first moved here, he just would wash dishes at the deli. And mm-hmm. yeah. and then now he's like a programmer or something. It's insane what these like immigrant people do because they'll start like washing dishes and then like fast forward 10 years, yeah. which is not that long. Mm-hmm. They're working at like, oh, I'm an engineer for AT&T or something like yeah, that, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. incredible. So that was kind of like her story. Does your parents have something similar? I mean, it's like exactly the same. Really? <laughs> oh, really? So Are you Lisa? Sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Surprise. We, we all look the same. <laughs> um, my, so both my parents are engineers or were engineers in Russia. And then uh, we moved here and my dad... His one of his first jobs was selling vacuum cleaners door to door. He doesn't speak any English. This is amazing. This is. I mean, <laughs> you couldn't no English. You couldn't write a sketch more funny than that. Right? Yes. You know what I'm saying? There's a hell all. You like yeah. the clean carpet. He like opens the door, just throws dirt on their floor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you have a problem. I take care of it. <laughs> is this Russian man threatening us? <laughs> yeah. So that, and then he worked like in a bowling alley for a little that's bit that's fucking sweet yeah. yeah god and finally he got a job as an engineer but it was in a different town uh, so he had to get he's like this is so sweet my dad is like very sad about this part of our life because he was like I feel like I miss like years when oh, you were like growing up because mm. he for like I think two years essentially would only see us on weekends right because he had to he was like living in a different town in Stanton in Virginia wow uh, and like had this just like little apartment and he 
didn't want to move the family there? No, because he was like, I don't know how long this job is going to last. Mm. And yeah, it was, yeah, it was just really sad. Damn, rough immigrant yeah. life. But now he's, um, he works for GE and he's like oh, a, really? a oh, CAD American. designer. Oh, yeah. that's cool. Oh. So he makes like giant like parts on the computer for, so he's like, he's an engineer again. So he's doing like what he intended that's to do. Amazing. Wow. That's amazing. How's that uh, vacuum cleaning though? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like good money. <laughs> and he's never touched a vacuum again. <laughs> it's very true. Your house is extremely him. dirty. Yeah. <laughs> um, what was it? So you so you moved here you didn't speak in English. I didn't you speak went in to, English. You went to uh, 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 intense Jewish school for a couple of years. Yes. Did you end up going to public Wait, school? Did they, speak, other... did they speak Yiddish there? Or did they speak no. Was, but we learned Hebrew there. Oh, okay. So I knew how to read Hebrew. Uh, yeah, from that school. I mean, I don't know it anymore. Yeah. Um, uh, but I, yeah, I, I didn't understand a word of what I was reading, but I could, like I knew how to yeah. read the Hebrew alphabet. Uh, and then, so that was like, felt like a really nice time for me. Like all the non-Russian Jewish kids were incredibly kind. Mm. Like so, the whole thing was so sweet. Mm. And then as soon as I went to public school, shit changed. Ooh, really? Yeah. 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 What happened? Tell me, tell me, tell me. I have this like... Tell me about your trauma. We like yeah, pain. Yeah, 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 we like yeah, pain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pain. Yeah, so this... <laughs> So I didn't realize, you know how it's like, there's so much you don't understand as a kid and then something happens and like, it's almost like the focus shifts yeah. and you're like, oh, now I see my place in the world where mm. I didn't before. Oh, fuck. So there was, so all of our, when we moved, everything we had was from the Salvation Army. Like, you know, totally. every, yeah. like everything was free or donated or nothing was new. Everything yeah. was used. No, my, my life now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like still the same. It's so expensive. So, um, uh, one like so after those two years before I went to public school I got this like I guess scholarship to go to like a day camp um, mm. at a uh, not even a country club but like mm-hmm. a, a gym that you like a country club light I guess so it's like there was mm. memberships but it wasn't anything super fancy but I got to like go to their tennis camp I guess I got like whatever funding or I got to go for free uh, so I was the only like kid whose family was not paying for yeah. this camp mm. uh, and I had no I didn't know anybody so it was like brand new but I was very excited I really liked tennis I wanted to learn uh, and the first day I remember one of these like blonde blue eyed beautiful girls oh no um, <laughs> alright on me yeah <laughs> truly I like am getting anxious talking about it yeah. I think happened yeah, I when I was it. nine it's getting a little cold in here uh, yeah <laughs> I'm like, I'm sweating more. Mm-hmm. So um, I had a backpack that I really loved. It oh was no. like pink with flowers on it. And it said Kate on it. Yeah. Uh, and she was like, um, why does your backpack say Kate? Like your name's Natasha. Uh, and at that moment, I realized this was a like an L.L. Bean type backpack that like what Americans do oh, is they yeah, write yeah, their yeah, initials yeah, yeah, on it. Yeah, this yes. was some stranger's trash that I was wearing. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. But, but in that moment, I knew that that was embarrassing. And so I lied and was like, oh, it's my my sisters and everyone was like bitch please (laughs) your name's Natasha you have a sister named Kate (laughs) get the fuck out of here and it was so painful to be like oh that was the first moment I realized I was poor and that I should be embarrassed yeah 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 that you don't belong yeah and I truly it never got better I never made friends at that camp and I remember every day my favorite time was pool time because I could cry in my goggles and nobody would see. Oh, my God. Yeah. What else did they, was oh, it just that incident? Or they were just, I, it was like, you know. Little you microaggressions to, like that? Little constantly. And it was like, you know, tennis is a sport where you need a fucking partner. So oh, I would never, so never like. Dude, you're playing against the wall. wall. 
Yeah. Oh my Man. God. It, it was admit, really though, painful. A uh, pool is so nice. <laughs> so nice. It was a beautiful pool. Wow. Yes. That's. I mean, there's yeah. always going to be things. You, I don't even think that's a micro. That's like a pretty big yeah. thing you know, to say you are not <laughs> one of us. You, you know, like I always yeah. can say that there, w- there was a story for me. Like I took another bus from all the kids. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And like the kids went. Why did you take another bus? Because we lived in the not. We lived within range of the school, but like the school was catering to like a certain area, and it's ah, a public school still, uh-huh. you know. But it's always weird when you're just like, oh, I'm not. One oh, they, of these they people. know by the bus that you don't belong into a certain financial. Yeah, exactly. Bracket. We were just like from another part of town, ah. and I was like, ah. And then there was another time with the KKK. They made it very clear that I was not a welcome. So, <laughs> oh, but yeah, but that's crazy. So, um, so this is a public school, and yes. and then you were, so you grew up, and then um, uh, did you? Remind me again. There is not a big Russian population. There is. Did you so stay like collect close to that? Yes and no. So it's like it's really interesting. So of that like cohort of these kids that moved, we like broke off into two sects. So one that became very Americanized, oh. and one that continued to be very Russian yes. and I was in the very Americanized yep. like Whoa. it was like I, especially after that camp thing I was like I'm gonna assimilate like oh, yeah, there's yeah, yeah. no part of me that's keeping any of my like Russian tendencies yeah. um, so I am still very good friends with the Americanized kids yeah. and then the there's like I have one friend who's like kind of was like in the Russian group um, but all those other kids, I like never talked to. Tell me, tell me, like, what does that mean? Like, yes. what is it? What is very yes. Russian? Are yes. they driving very Mercedes Benzes is a lot and shit? <laughs> What's up? Are they driving like Mercedeses <laughs> a lot? And uh, I mean, they want to be driving Mercedes. <laughs> it's like. I mean, I think uh, I don't know if the, I think like almost like Guido esque is like yeah, the best there you go. way. Uh, like outfits, you can tell by the outfit. Yes, like very like who you see in Brighton Beach, you know, like so just like big hair, makeup, yeah. like loves Wife dance clubs. Yeah. Yes, gold dance chains. Clubs. This is sick. Yeah, like, why couldn't still, you have been one of those? I know. This sounds awesome. <laughs> I know. I got a comedian. I, it's, no, I don't fit in any way. I remember yes. I went to like one of those friends got married, and so it was like um, she had her wedding at this place called. Baku which is like a big club like restaurant in mm. Brighton Beach mm. and I just felt even my body was like you don't belong here I had some sort of allergy and my eyes <laughs> swelled shut allergy <laughs> to Russian Russians That's I'm, a, I'm allergic yeah. to, to bling it's like it's amazing <laughs> that's interesting because with like that hap- the same thing happens with the Asian immigrants I yeah. think you become Asian like super Americanized super American and what, what, what does that mean well it means that you change your name to Ryan and then right. you don't listen to any like J-pop or K-pop you don't read you, you hate hate anime but you watch it secretly yeah you know you try to date like a white girl or like a latino girl or like anybody who's not asian yeah. when asian people or when white people shit on asians you just haha laugh it off right Ugh. that's that's that when you're younger that's what it is and then asian asians are like they're just in it like they're wearing like they're bringing manga to school they're yeah. like only speaking chinese at school they're eating asian food at school mm-hmm. they lean into it in a way back then i was not part of that and i'd be like dude fuck that that's so fobby but in a way mm. like that's very brave absolutely you know? like their whole thing well just to like know that to, to have that confidence you know mm. to be like no this is who i am i'm not gonna change is because mm-hmm. i did it out of fear i think mm. you did too oh, 100%. right percent and it kind of shaped who i am and i'm fine with that decision i'm but very like, fear-based to in general be, to be 14 <laughs> or whatever and you know people are making fun of you to be like no bro like i'm bringing seaweed for lunch i don't care <laughs> that's <laughs> really big i think you know mm-hmm. where were you it's incredible mm-hmm. i hated everybody so that's nice. where i was right i wouldn't like anybody you're an island yeah, and that's, uh, I mean, that's why I do stand-up comedy, because stand-up, by definition, no one is else is up on stage with me. Mm. That's how I want my life to be. Everybody, go over there, and I'm going to go over here. <laughs> you Stay are over there. But, but laugh at me, please. Yeah, yeah, but laugh, but laugh. <laughs> that's the thing, is that you always want, 
that's the t- tension, right? You mm-hmm. want to be accepted, but you acknowledge that you're not one of these people. You know, yeah. but you want to be, but you hate everybody. But you, you know, love me, but I hate you. You know, there's yeah. a lot of that. Do you? So, uh, this is something that Asian people, uh, who especially who try to assimilate, do you feel sometimes you wish you were a little bit more Russian, like the language thing, for example? I yes. very much wish that I was more Vietnamese in some ways. Totally, and it's happening now. It's like yeah. I feel like once you get older too, you're like, wait, I actually miss that part of yeah. myself. Mm. Yeah, I wish, I wish I was way better at the language. I'm like. I speak to my parents in Russian, but yeah. it's like, I mean, the vocab for that is limited. It's sure, like, yeah. how are you? Did you eat? Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Are you yeah, safe? Yeah. Are um, you safe? <laughs> <laughs> the three uh, basic yeah, yeah. questions for Russian families. <laughs> yeah, are you safe? Yeah, are you in a vault? I don't know. <laughs> it's, yeah, so it's like, when I, if I just have like a quick interaction with somebody who's Russian, I, it's, I seem fluent, I seem comfortable, but oh, it's cool. like as soon as we start using vocab outside of my Basically, seven yeah. year old, you yep, know, yep. it starts to fall apart. Yeah, I'm and the that's same a big way. Bummer. And do you feel kind of like insecure about it as you're talking to? Absolutely. Yeah, I, cause I always, now that I'm older, like I want more Japanese friends and I've met some people, but then when they start opening up and using that vocab, I get so shy and I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? Or like, yeah, sometimes yeah, it's yeah, slang yeah. and I don't know what they're talking about. Right. Um, so yeah, there is that part where it's like, am I ever going to have like a close Japanese friend in my life? I don't totally. know. Probably not, which totally. is a, kind of a sad realization. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and all my uh, friends from that time, we all speak English together. Like mm. there's no, yeah, none of that. Do, is there a rush? I mean, there's a lot of Russians here. So like, yeah. are you, do you, did you, can reconnect with any of that or is there anything like that happening no hmm. I mean I have family here so I have like some aunts and uncles or it's like I don't even know if they're aunts and uncles I feel like yeah, with yeah, immigrants yeah, yeah. you're like everyone who's Everybody here is family related, yes. mm. so I have who I call a cousin who's like in her 40s um, who I like keep in touch with here but also I feel like if you're a Russian who grew up in New York you're so different from me too I feel like it's more like yes. that kind of like Russian Russian as yes. opposed to Russian not Russian mm. yes. which is what hey. I am new podcast <laughs> idea <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that's cool that's fascinating man so do you yeah. think that um, how, how did your parents take the whole comedy thing what is that dynamic like pers- like oh, pursuing creative things for Russian families yeah, did the they same? want you to be also a vacuum cleaner engineer yes yeah. in every I mean the only reason I could I mean I guess I could have moved to New York just to be like I'm moving to New York but I moved with a job otherwise like yeah, there's, there's no way, way mm. my parents would oh, have been I cool with that I want to talk about that because you have a lot of odd jobs you've had yeah. a lot of odd jobs but how did you what was that first job you had when you first moved I to New York I did Teach for America oh, oh you did yeah. that's actually pretty difficult to get yeah yeah, yeah. So I was like a star student thing. wait oh, really? yeah. that's so interesting because when I watch your comedy uh-huh. this is not me insulting you at all but you, <laughs> you, you, you do give a very like teacher vibe <laughs> okay so yeah. the way you were composed no yes, yes. You know, I, yes. I get that a lot so back yeah. flashback to farty autos farty yeah, autos yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> all other stand-up comic i mean a lot of other stand-up comics and i've said this to you before like you're very you you have a very there's it's very polished it feels very polished and it feels like you're talking very normal and very clean yep, there's yep. not a lot of like extraneous crap you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying and it's a very refreshing because if you feel very you, you seem very confident you know Thanks. which is like the opposite of like all like open micers and stand-up comics usually mm-hmm. so like I, I think that's a i think that definitely shows Thanks, sure. man. yeah i mean teacher america that's pretty intense yeah it was fucking nuts yeah so it was yeah because i was 21 mm-hmm. and the school i taught i was teaching seniors so, so I was truly teaching kids who were like eight, and some of them nineteen. Yeah, because I was teaching special ed, and you can stay until you're twenty one. Um, luckily, kids assume that you're older, so they assumed I was in my thirties yeah. at least. 
<laughs> You're cool mm. with that? You're cool no with that? No young person will wear those <laughs> shoes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it was... It was because I moved to New York, being like, I'm going to pursue comedy. Yeah. Great, I have this job, teacher. You're done at four o'clock, yeah. easy. Yeah. And it was yeah. So that first year, I was just like in the teaching trenches. There was truly no time to do anything besides mm. yeah. try to survive. Was it really? Because I've only done a little bit of that sort of uh-huh. thing, and I remember like this was this was like super intense. I wasn't even that young, but I was like. I, I don't think I could ever have done it like full time. I would have cried every single day. It was, I mean, I definitely, I, rem- I never cried in front of the kids. <laughs> thank you got God. Into the pool? <laughs> got into the pool first? I put, put on my goggles. goggles yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is just under the desk wearing, just, wearing just goggles. goggles. You come to second period just drenched. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was, God, it was so crazy. And I, now in hindsight, I'm like, that sucks for those kids, you know, that yeah. I was just this bad teacher who was just, you know, right out of college. But there were, I went kind of crazy because I remember second half of the year, I was like, I truly, what can I do? And so I would bring a frying pan to school oh. and I would bang it. To do what? To, to get be their louder attention. than yeah, they yeah, were. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. Then that was like, okay. No, no administrator came in and was like, please stop doing it. But then... By the end of that year, I remember being like, "Oh, I'm actually not bad at this. Like, yeah. if I if I like work hard, right, um, I can be good at this." And so I did it for four years. Oh, you did? Yeah. So teacher record is just two years. Yeah. And then after that, I was like, I actually you re-upped on it. I re-upped. Whoa. I didn't even know you were allowed to. So yeah. Or or so teacher America is like they don't pay you. The school pays you. They're uh, just kind of like I guess like almost like a headhunter type. Yeah. Uh, so they place you in a school. But so yeah, I just had my teaching license. So I just kept teaching um so then at the end of your fourth year you just had a spatula to like get their attention <laughs> <laughs> a little, yeah, just a tiny little uh violin <laughs> so I'm, I'm so sorry so yeah. this is i mean i would say that would be a very important skill i only taught this one after school thing uh-huh. and that shit went off the rails within like fucking <laughs> a few days because just like kids were just like all over the place they weren't you know in and again in hindsight they were sweet kids they just were like you know they're just not used to a certain structure they see a lot of people come in and out you know that sort yeah. of thing so by the end of your fourth year were did you would you say you had a pretty good handle on it yeah i think i was i mean i wonder if i watch myself now but i was like at both the schools where i taught i was like a teacher that people would like recommend to watch okay mm. um which was i guess which was really nice but also in hindsight i'm like was i really that good or was it just like i was able to con- there's so much there's so much uh, I learned about education where one of my things is like, God, if I ever make enough money to like give back mm. um, in a significant way, I'm definitely going to do like education policy stuff. Yes. I have like mm. so many opinions about how to solve so much of the problems, which really is all poverty. Like you right. solve education through poverty, right, right, solving right. poverty. But um, so much of what we did in the classroom is control kids so as opposed to teach them. Give me like, like yeah. what was like a thing you would do? that didn't have a kitchen utensil involved so like so it's a lot of like mind game stuff really yeah uh so for example what you do is you try to trick the kids into thinking that they have power when they don't so you give them (laughs) options for stuff that you don't give a shit about so it's like do you guys want um do you guys want the lights like half on or like full on or just like dumb shit that you don't care about and then they feel like that they have power so then when you have them do shit that you need them to do they're like oh but i already had two wins earlier today then sure i'll do this worksheet it was a bunch of like little mind control stuff 
fuck yeah man yeah can you imagine being in school like getting your masters of education and you're like okay we're gonna teach you the light trick you yeah. know what i'm saying it, i mean it was crazy <laughs> is that because you were in special ed or is that just a common technique for teachers i think i i'm not sure that's mm. a great question i think it's a common technique but you when the when it's a school that like has a good culture and the kids are excited to be there you don't need to do that stuff yeah yeah uh, but another thing that i remember it was called it was this book called teaching with love and logic and truly it's like the game used on children mm-hmm. <laughs> and one of the other things was if you have a really a kid who's really misbehaving what you do is you go up to them th- at least three times point something out that you notice about them and then walk away so like no value judgment but just like I see you're using a red pencil. Walk away. And then uh, supposedly just by being like, I notice you, but I don't need any kind of validation, like makes them like you. Um, Whoa. I do this at the club. I do that at the club with Uh girls. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So just like, hey, girl. I notice you I have see you. red I see shoes you. and I just walk away. That's basically what I see you is. I see you. <laughs> I see you. So, okay. <laughs> and then, but that would work. It would work. It would work because then and then you see if it worked by asking the kid to do something that you know they would normally say no to. So it's like, hey, do you mind passing out these worksheets? And then if they do it, then it's like it worked. Otherwise, you got to oh. nag them some more. Yeah, mm. I mean, it, like it's crazy. That's so. It's kind of fucked that. up. Is that yeah. fucked up? I think so. I mean, you know, everything's about building rapport. Yeah, you know, making sure that they have buy-in. Right, that's one thing. Uh, the one little thing I learned is like, if you can, you try to get some buy-in from the kids about like, you know, you're gonna be here, I'm gonna be here, or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. And like, there's, yeah, whether yeah. you're playing, whether you're playing a mind game or not, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, the better I got, the more I didn't need that stuff. Right. Yeah. You know, right, the right, more right. it was like, hey, like. I'm just going to be good at this and you as kids are going to respect the fact that Um, I have control of this and you just, so much of it is, I think like stand up too, where you're like, if I just project joy and confidence, we as human beings are like, oh, people, yeah, that looks like joy and confidence. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Trans now we can transition into comedy now. Mm -hmm. So then do you use those things? Cause I see what you're saying. Like, especially in our lately and you know, we've been doing comedy for a little while now for stand up. And before you just go up there and maybe somebody, you see another stand-up go up and like crush using, you know, their style. And you're like, oh my God, my thing is not like that. I'm mm-hmm. going to die in front of this audience. Yeah. But you got to go up there and just be like, this is me. If you don't like it, go fuck yourself. Or yeah. whatever the fuck it <laughs> yeah, is. Yeah, 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 this yeah, is my yeah, jokes. Yeah. I'm going to try to be nice, you know, try to win you over. Yep. But I'm not going to try that hard. You know, I got what I, what I got. Do you, do yeah. you use some of those skills? <laughs> do you like point out to an audience member? <laughs> I see you. I see you. I see you got a beer, sir. See, I got you. Uh, you got a drink ticket. And I you just you walk away. Anybody it. dating? Like, you want to <laughs> hand out these? Uh, you want to hand out these worksheets there, Henry? You know? Do you guys want me to have the mic in my hand or in the mask? <laughs> yeah. Do you, I mean, do you feel that that? I don't. Moves I don't over? think so. But I wonder if so much of it is ingrained. Yeah. You know what I mean? That I don't even know I'm doing it. I. Yeah. I. I don't know. That's a great question. I don't know. Mm. Mm. So let's go back to your, your family thing. So yeah. you, you taught for four years. That's a long for time now. Four, four years. And at this time, were you doing comedy? Were you in it or were you just starting? So I so that first year, yeah, like black hole of a year, yep. just trying to survive. Uh, and then as soon as that year ended, I started just like taking classes at UCB, which I feel like, have you guys talked about UCB before? Sometimes. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. It's just a comedy theater a comedy, here yeah, yeah. that comedy teaches school. improv and sketch. So I, so I started taking classes there. And then I think by my like... By my fourth year teaching, I was like pretty ingrained in the theater system. Yeah. Or I was like performing on a bunch of teams, and one of them was a sketch team where 
so to like tech at the theater, you only could do it after the shows were done, which yeah. means it couldn't start until midnight. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, wow. and a and lot of times be, one. Oh my god! Because like people have to clear out, Mm-mm-mm. and so we would be done at three a.m running this show oh my god then I'd have to go home and then I'd have to wake up at 6am oh to teach high schoolers you know for a full day that is fucking insane how did yeah. you do that I mean I poorly yeah <laughs> so that year I was like okay I have to decide like yeah. either I pursue this yeah. or like it's bad for like these kids are not getting right. you know like yeah, the right. best version of what I could do so I went up to my principal I think in February and I was like dude here's the deal I'm not coming back wow um, Whoa. And he, was, he was really cool about it yeah. yeah. Dang. But yeah, so I finished out that year, yeah. and then I just started tutoring. Mm. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. And your parents were cool? Uh, my parents were confused. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wildly confused. What is happening to our beautiful girl? Yeah. God, I don't, and I don't know if this is the same for Asian families, but Russian families in general are very cold. I mean, like, loving, but I get very little information from them. Mm-hmm. Um, or at least with my parents. I think also there's maybe not a lot of hugging. There's not much hugging. Have you ever said I love you? Yes, oh, definitely. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. That all the time. But as far as like, a, they will never give value judgments or like opinions about the stuff I do. I have to like get it out of them. Interesting. Um, but so they, when they found out I was like just pursuing this, they were mostly like, um, okay, well we'll just kind of like not say any kind of encouraging thing ah, <laughs> but also not say anything discouraging just, just, discouraging. just yeah. like a wall have they ever just seen yeah. you perform they ha- it was so I just had this like Comedy Central like stand up clip come out yeah. I sent it to my parents God, this is like classic Russian fashion the only thing I get <laughs> is my dad texted back a thumbs down <laughs> yes <laughs> And I was like, do you realize that's what you did? I called him and he was like, yeah, the link didn't work. So I thumbs it down. Oh. That is so fucking funny. <laughs> Man. <laughs> but also your comedy. Like, yeah. <laughs> a I'm Russian like, roast yeah. battle would just be two guys just looking at each other, yeah. not saying anything, like no, anything, no energy back and forth at all. <laughs> Damn. You see that? Dimitri just roasted him. That's yeah. amazing. And that's then awesome. my mom responded. I've seen some of these jokes before. <laughs> <laughs> but not even good or bad. Just like I have also seen, I've yes. seen your set. Yes. Isn't wow. that insane? Wow. That's so different from like a way an Asian parent would, would roast. Mm, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How would they do it? They would say, um, let's see. I mean, I mean, my mom would be like, is this good? My mom's supportive <laughs> like, now. They wouldn't really. Yeah. Really, yeah your mom would be, you'd be like, what's happening here? Like, is this good? Yeah. Yeah. And I think my, there's levels. I think at first your your my parents might've been like, you know, you're not doing, you know, what are you doing? Right. And then later they'd be like, Oh, um, you know, my, my friend from church's son does stand up and he's much better than you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they would do like they would do something like that. Here's a link to his website. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I'm gonna go see your show if you wanna go. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, but I do my parents are like I just have to wait for it and it comes out. So for example, my mom I, this was like months ago and I still think about it. Randomly she would just out of the blue, she was like, You live a very interesting life. Whoa. And I was like, that's a that's a beautiful thing to that say. Is, yeah. 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 So I think about that a lot. And then <laughs> just, yeah, just, just wrote it on a piece of paper and <laughs> yeah. put it on your wall. Wait, wait, can you say that again? <laughs> <laughs> and then I cause I kind of gave him shit for like not giving me any praise for this Comedy Central thing. I was yeah. like, yeah. Can you just say something nice? And my mom was like, Oh, well I, you know, sent it to all my friends and I, I guess she was like, I didn't I was like, I didn't realize you needed to hear it, but I'm like, Oh, there's a bunch of stuff that they're doing that they just don't feel they like don't they need to you. say. Yeah. Behind the scene stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Which I was like, oh, that's really sweet. 
Oh man! They like send it to all these people in Russia who don't understand English. I'm yeah. just imagine. Yeah, you're imagining your dad like doesn't say anything to you, but he's like at the GE plants, <laughs> just like, oh, are you listening to this? Are you watching this? I will fuck you up. <laughs> and, then, and then also your LinkedIn work, you know, like sending it back to you. you know? yeah. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with bite clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Delve into the shadows of the mind. With Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. And we're back with uh, everybody's favorite segment, Das Race News. Das Race News. Das Race News. Uh, this week, uh, we're going to talk about uh, how Liam Neeson, the guy from Taken. Liam's Neeson's? Liam's Neeson's. He got in a little bit of trouble. He did. He, he got did. in a little trouble. He did. Um, he but he the way he got in trouble was kind of weird. Yes. Yeah, so he um, was uh, being interviewed. He was being interviewed for an upcoming movie called Cold Pursuit, right. which is a revenge movie. I don't know what the movie's about. 100 percent but mm-hmm. it's i know that the main character that he plays he's an everyday man something happens and now he's on a quest for revenge yeah and the journalist uh during the press junket asked how he taps into that as in like how he, how do you tap into that kind of energy when you're acting and then <laughs> neeson started recounting like a, a really disturbing story about a time 40 years ago he said Some 40 years that. ago when he was in ireland and a friend of his had gotten raped and he was very traumatized and he asked her like do you know this person like who was he what color was he Mm -hmm. and she had told him that he was a black guy and then for a week straight he went just walking around in his neighborhood in that area just looking for a black person to fight yeah hurt he was hoping Uh, that somebody would fight him right or something like that and And he was holding a uh what is the weapon called a kosh is that like a club i never even heard i had to google it it's like a club for yes uh, for like i think a lot of police officers use it maybe man but he was walking around with a weapon was this in the 1920s jesus 40 years ago man i mean so he got a little bit of trouble for that and people are saying he can't be in the new men in black movie and all this stuff (laughs) um you know so that's that's that and it's not it's obviously not cool, but you know, I wanted to bring Natasha into this conversation because you are an actress, <laughs> right? You're an what actress. a way to transition! Uh, yes, I, yeah, and so, I do. I channel my rage. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but you know, I know we do a lot of comedy stuff, and we've done some acting, and a lot. You sometimes when you work with directors, or when you're practicing for an audition, or mm-hmm. something like that. So whoever you're training with, with will be like, okay, like just tap into whatever life experiences you have that are most close, that are, that are most similar to what's happening in the script. So, for example, if I'm doing a, a breakup scene and I'm mm. really sad and I should be crying, hey, think about what would happen if, if Maria broke up with you. How would you feel, right? So you tap into these like mm-hmm. hypothetical or real life experiences. Now with this, it's a little bit different because to play as a revenge character, he kind of tapped into this like weird 
thing Racist that, guy <laughs> Racist He turns into like a racist like, guy I'm yeah. racist I guess A It's a little bit weird That you brought this up Like voluntarily It's a little bit. so But I think also A testament to like When you reach A certain level of fame Like the filters are gone Yeah You're just surrounded Ooh. By yes men That like He didn't even think That this was a bad thing yeah. To share yeah. yeah It's like dude You don't live In the same world We live in <laughs> That's cool I didn't even consider Like a Like a star power thing You know Yeah I, mean, I think for sure Like yeah He just has so many people Constantly being like Liam you're the best Whoa. Yeah Tell him that story About the time You wanted to be Beat up a black guy, <laughs> dude. My like favorite part about the article was like his. his they said his friend got raped. That's not the favorite part. His friend got raped, <laughs> and then he asked, "What color was he? Yeah, Why yeah, is that? Yeah, that yeah, is yeah. such yes. a weird fucking question to ask." Yeah. Well, this the is Ireland thing. in like the 1930s or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. You know, this is a thing. My my first, my first insight was like, there are black people back then in Ireland. Like I, I had no I idea. Think, I, yeah, I also wouldn't think a lot. Or yeah. Because like, what? But if she says white, then it's like, oh, okay. So it, everybody. <laughs> right, yeah. right, 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 right. I don't know. The yeah. whole thing was. But what is your thought on like? Are we allowed to even have like? Okay, just let's start with the inspiration aspect of it. Okay. If you were playing like a revenge character, and let's, let's just say you're playing a bully, uh-huh. and some a, a director asked you to tap into that energy, and you're you maybe maybe you had an experience when you're like in middle school and you're really mean to a girl, right? You're a bully. Are you like? Can you tap into that? Is this the same? Is this, is this a equal? Oh, Example? How, how about if you were how about if you were playing a racist? <laughs> <laughs> what if you were playing right. a racist? Right, so like Leonardo DiCaprio like, from Django, right? What, what was ooh, he tapping into? Yeah, right. or you know, uh, American History X. Right, what was, yeah. what was he yeah, tapping into? You know, tapping to that time you were wanting to be a white supremacist. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like so what's from from an actor's from an artistic perspective, sure. like what is what is that about? I mean, there's so many I think different ways to do that too. So I that like that kind of school of thought that's like remember previous experiences I think is one way to do it I don't even do it that way or I just maybe I haven't lived enough I don't know but <laughs> instead I just kind of um, if I had to be for example it's like if I'm a bully or something I just try to think like that person would think mm-hmm. you know yeah I don't know if that answers your question but no, it does, it definitely answers I mean like question. yeah it's like you gotta use whatever you can the more acting I do though the more I'm like do less do less I'll do it's le- crazy how little you should do interesting well, as an actor yeah what do you mean what do you mean as a, like as far as acting you truly like I have to keep being like good act less gotcha. just talk like a normal like oh. just talk like yourself Yes. If you had and to, like, if you had to bully Mike right now, like, what would you say? Yeah. Or like, do do a like do a mean scene. Yeah. And um. Cool. Um. <laughs> uh. Great. Uh. Okay. Do a mean scene. Here okay, we go. Okay. Why don't you say something to her and to to like? Yeah. Yeah. Get get me started. Hey. Uh. Can I sit with you guys? I don't think so. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Oh shit. <laughs> That's I don't speed. like this That's game speed. anymore. Let's play, let's play another game. <laughs> yeah. I guess you're not very good at games, huh? <laughs> But see, it's so small. So good, yeah. right? It's so small. Yeah. It's so hard to be small. Yeah. Well, you brought this up, Mike. Mm. I'm going to say you because I want this on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you had, I you, can handle when it. When you read this and we had this discussion earlier, you had this question. I thought it was a very good question. You said, are we even allowed to think about... Are we allowed to think racist thoughts? Anymore. Yeah. You know, because he asked, his friend got raped. He said, who was it? It was a black guy. Okay. Now he had these prime. He called it primal urges. He shouldn't have used those words. But <laughs> Yeah. Um, you know the primal <laughs> But it's like, are you allowed to tell me more about like how you came to that? I used to have a really joke. I had a joke and it didn't work. And, uh, you know, it was like, um, I've had, I, how'd it go? It was like, I had a subway ride that made me racist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you ever had a subway ride that of made course. you racist? Of course. I have a lot of experiences that make See? me racist. Yeah. Yes. Are we all Liam Neesoning right now? Well, because, but is the issue that he like told this story? 
Ah, uh, well, that's a whole that's a that's a PR question, and mm. you know, in the, which case I would say yes. It was a problem that he told the story, and I was I was talking to my friend about it, and um, just just like the the <laughs> yeah, just keep this to yourself, Liam. You know, like yeah. I don't know. Yes, to your point about the celebrity and the yes man, and like you know what I don't know what this has to. If he told the story and didn't say black person, yeah. It's okay. It wouldn't be an issue. It would actually yeah. add to his star power. Wow, he used to be a badass. He wanted to go and beat up some guy in Ireland or right. whatever. Yeah. But now it's like, well, he wanted to commit a hate crime. That was now yes. that's where this 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 is what he's kind of confessing yeah. to. I don't think I'm like admitting anything crazy, but it's like we all have fucked up thoughts. Gotcha. Right. 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 Busted. Busted. No. Yeah. No. I see, I see what you're saying. Right. Yes. Like. Yeah. Hopefully, then we're like, oh, that's a fucked up thought. Yes. Mm. Yes. You do have to kind of sit back and go. What What am I thinking? Right. You know, I mean, I guess primal urges. I didn't carry yeah. around a kosh or whatever the, the thing. I didn't. <laughs> yeah. I didn't go to my nunchuck collection. Yeah. And, <laughs> <You're just and laughs> man, I wish somebody would, man. You know. <laughs> you know. So I don't. I don't have. I don't have that. Yeah. I, Give me one good reason. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, to kind of you know, uh, Hari Kanan. How do you say Kanabalu? Kanabalu. He had a great tweet about you know Liam Neeson. Uh, you know. Fantasized about a hate crime, and Mark Wahlberg committed a hate crime. <laughs> so, yeah. referring to when Mark Wahlberg beat the hell out of this Vietnamese guy, go Viets. Yeah, uh, uh, our touch with fame. Yeah, he, you know, he he actually did do that, and then he like he like got a how slap on the wrist. Not, yeah, it's crazy. It's like crazy how some things that just for some reason don't stick. Yeah, it's like Mark Wahlberg. We all know this about him. We, he did do that. Ooh. He did do that. And he really people, did. He really people did. People are cool with it because he's an Asian guy. <laughs> You know, it's because there's not a Netflix documentary about it yet. You know, mm. there needs to be a Netflix documentary or... Why did he do that? Why did Wahlberg do that? I don't know. He's a fucking asshole. I don't know was what he did. Was it on set? No, I think he was just like, I have to look it up. Yeah. We yeah. gotta look yeah. it up. You know what I'm saying? But he mm. did beat the hell out of a, a, a old Vietnamese dude, you know? So uh, going back to the question, are we allowed to have... I mean, you know, I, I don't know if... Because I think people are definitely going to be like, you know, you, you... What? I can't even think these things anymore, yeah. right? I don't know if anyone is making that argument I think to Natasha's point you, we would hope that eventually we just hate each other for <laughs> personal reasons personal reasons I would yeah. personally hate you for right. me you know what I'm saying I yeah, don't think, yeah, yeah. I don't, hey you're a fine Japanese man but you're a fucking asshole you yeah, know what I'm saying I like that's, that I like that's that. where we want to be yeah. as a society yeah. right but uh, and I think right now we're at the uh, point where it's like um, you know if, if you think something stupid you gotta you know be self-aware of, of what of what that is you know and i think a lot of people yeah. don't aren't aren't self-aware yet you know i think yeah i mean even when i tweet jokes sometimes i'll be like wait can i can i actually tweet this and i'm a nobody i have like 1800 followers you yeah know? that's embarrassing to admit <laughs> online but even i do that at my level yeah you know? Same. yeah i so, think that's what social change is right before it, i think somebody you know there's like different levels it was like it's like the first step is just being aware then the second step is like self-policing and, uh, and then eventually you get to the point where we don't even do that you know yeah. like you ever watch Mad Men yeah. right and in that they just portray the men I don't know if this really is I think it probably is where they just like slap the secretary on the ass yep yep right. yep no problem and then like in you know the next kind of wave is uh, maybe they do that but they get in trouble and the third one is the guy's like I shouldn't do that because that's not okay and the fourth mm. one is why would I ever do that so, you know yeah. You know, we wouldn't do that anymore yeah. you know I think. Do you think the solution is just for old people to stop telling old time stories? No, you know, <laughs> I used to think that. No, 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 no. Here's the thing: I <laughs> tell old time stories. Like, it's like any, no more stories before no. 1970s because I can't understand it. Here's the thing: I used to think that. Remember, we all used to think, "Oh man, if only, if only the old people died and then the young people would take over." Yeah. Uh -huh. But you know what happened? 
the the young racists got more creative. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we don't tell these stories. Then the young crew, we, you know, we think that we thought that oh, when uh, you know, once the the when Obama was elected, all the old people will like will take all their old racist ways and sexist ways, and, and it'll go away. Mm-hmm. It didn't go away. It got worse. Mm. It got more like gross and like yeah. Yeah. douchey and fucking alt righty and shit like yeah. that. And so that's why you have to kind of have these stories because otherwise, some some fucking MAGA guy will be like will like twist the story around. You know. What do you mean twist it around? Yeah, they'll just they'll just be able to like make themselves the victim. Right. Oh, oh, so these stories are important to be yeah, like, hey, he, this has always been happening. This has always been happening. We still uh, got to talk about it. We still, it's, it's not over yet. You know, we still got all yeah. sorts of shit. I think the, and again, this is a different time in Northern Ireland. I have no idea what the political climate was back then. Oh, yeah. I would, I would imagine not good. <laughs> um, but his, you know, the fact that he, as an Irishman at the time, had jumped to like, what color was he? It's, it's interesting. He did it out of protection, right? He did it out of protection. He's like, I want to protect my family. I want to protect. Mm. He, did, he asked out of, you know, you could call it toxic male or masculinity, mm-hmm. or you could call it like I'm tribalism, right? I'm mm. trying to protect us. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. But Spike Lee commented on this, and he had a really good point. He was like, "Well, that sounds nice, but you got to remember, like the KKK formed to save white people." Ah, uh, you know I mean? so yes. It's like, you know, that sentence might sound nice, but it's not. If you really think about it, it's not right. a nice thing. You know, right? Yeah. So I also just the idea that just like fighting violence with violence you know what I mean like oh well then what I'll do is any person that attacks me I'll attack them yeah I don't know the whole thing it really doesn't make any sense you know so and yeah that's I mean this is uh, not getting very funny at all but you know it's 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 real bro it's real it's It's real real. I mean we there's a whole other element too that you know it's a white woman who got who got assaulted which is terrible I mean that's absolutely terrible but you know a lot of a lot of the KKK was formed to protect like white vaginas that's really what that was about <laughs> white vaginas yeah and so um, <laughs> the rest of the parts so fine. <laughs> they really weren't that interested I definitely they definitely weren't interested in, in yeah. women's minds so they were they were interested in a certain thing mm. and uh, I mean somewhat ironically they or they were it. using it as a crutch Absolutely. to like justify yes yeah. yeah to be like oh no we're For protecting control. our women we're, we're protecting like there thing. is no danger to them yes and mm. then they end up being the biggest threat of all I mean you know right 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 mm-hmm. what do we think about him being cut out from future work um, he can't be men in black anymore I think that's really funny that they want to take out men in black right take him out or whatever it is no they're gonna replace him yeah but no, digitally no they were gonna digitally cut him out is the plan oh that was the plan that's what they wanted they wanted Ooh. to digitally cut him out right so were they gonna put like Jar Jar Binks in there <laughs> a gif wait what are they gonna do <laughs> And we're back with our guest Natasha Van Black. Uh, she is. She has. Uh, she's an amazing comedian. She's got uh, a, a stable of characters. You I do would characters, say. right? You do a lot I of do. characters. I try to find her characters online. I could only find the one called like Bajork selling something. Oh yeah, that was brand new. You just posted it. I just what, posted it. What was the premise it. again? Uh, the premise is I like to do that voice, the Bjork voice. Yes. I think yeah, it's just very funny. But it was like Bjork at a at a Shark Tank. At Shark so Tank. That's right. Yeah, I did it like at a bit show at UCB like years ago, and mm. I just had so much fun doing it. And I was like, maybe I'll try it as a video. What is the what is the Bjork voice? It's like I eat them. <laughs> like it's like it's like a little baby, but. Uh, the words sound like marbles in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Can we just have you bunch, do a bunch of characters? <laughs> how did you? How did, so? I mean, before we get into the games, how yeah. how do you go about developing 
characters like yeah that. poorly i truly <laughs> that for some reason I, I i i didn't even practice the voice it just like i i, I don't even know where yeah. like whenever i try to do an impression it goes so poorly mm-hmm. but it just kind of has to i do don't know where it came from do you did you do the whole character um training program at I UCD? I did. Yeah, yeah, so I started, I did improv first and then I was like, oh, this is fun but I want to be able to writing so I did sketch mm. and I was like, I want to do it by myself so I did characters oh, and then I finally see, I, see. I was like, well, ultimately I just want to be myself telling jokes so yeah, then I yeah. did stand up. Because you do some characters for your, like, when you did an hour at Caroline's you did exactly. some characters, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. so they kind of they come randomly. I do them less now just because they it just takes so much more work. Mm. Yeah. Stand up, it's like, okay, you guys hated that joke, but here's a good here's one. Yeah, one. Yeah, character yeah. is like, you, you don't go like in. this character? Well, it goes <laughs> on for 10 minutes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Get, buckle up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, we're about to make you buckle up because of your idea. Yeah. So, uh, okay. I, my, one of my favorite is uh, you have, you do this in your stand up too. You have like a, I don't know what you call it, it's like a, a Russian lady. Yeah. A Russian lady. Uh-huh. So we're going to have this Russian lady. I'm sure maybe you've done this before. Imagine this Russian lady has to renew her driver's license. What uh-huh. would she say? Uh, okay. She has to renew her driver's license? Yes. Okay. Uh, well, first of all, I don't have the papers. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever information you need from me, I'm not giving it to you. <laughs> but I'm here because I need the card. <laughs> oh, how about... And then, let's just, let's just very quickly... The person who's helping her at the DMV is Bjork. <laughs> what did you say in response to that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. I so I there are no papers. What I I look at you and I get a vibe of whether I understand road or not. Yeah. <laughs> what I love about Bjork is she. My Bjork is truly just insane. Yes. Right. Where's she from? Is she from Iceland? Iceland, Iceland, yeah. Iceland, Iceland okay. yeah. Which and Iceland is pretty weird. It is a weird place. Yeah. Mm. What are, you know? what I'm saying. Where? Did, how did they get there? I feel they did. Uh-huh. Vikings. Vikings. Right. Where are they? Are they Vikings? I think so. I think so. How else yes. would they get there? Yes, they are. They're I thought Vikings. they might just not be people, might be humans, and they yeah. just you know like kind of like just emerged out of their ocean. <laughs> Damn. Like yeah. Just like seals. That. <laughs> <laughs> that was a, that was a good one. That was Thank a good you. one. Do you want to do another one? Hell yeah. Okay. They're so fun. How about um? We we'll just use these two characters again. Oh, fun. Okay. Uh. Bjork is at an Olive Garden. Okay. Wants to take advantage of the unlimited uh, breadsticks. Pasta, yeah, pasta breadsticks. I love oh, it. Yeah, oh, yeah. Thing. Hey, you, play, you play waiter, go. No, no, no. No, <laughs> she's going to do it. I'm not doing shit. Bjork is, <laughs> Are Bjork you is, sure? Bjork is ordering. And then... This is so lonely. <laughs> you got to, you gotta like, uh, feed her a little bit. Yeah, okay. You'll be my waiter. Just be like Okay. A, oh, uh, welcome to Olive Garden. Uh, we've got Hello, some... Hello, sp- I'm under the table. <laughs> I was wondering where you were. Yes, I have to come down here. Okay, okay I, so I still come down. I have built a little house with the breadsticks. I, I didn't know. How did you get all these breadsticks? This is I, well, I've been going to every table, and like a little bird, I pick up a, the breadsticks with my mouth. This is amazing. And then I bring them here. Ooh, wh- wh- I need the soup uh, for my pockets. Okay, good. I've got... <laughs> I've got several soups. We've got minestrone. We've got oh, a wedding minestrone. Yes. I love the minestrone because the noodles look like a little amoebas. <laughs> it is like looking at the beginning of humanity in a little bowl. Okay, and now you're being joined by your guest, the old Russian lady. Okay. She's oh, walking in too. Yes, my best friend is here. Oh, welcome. Yes, welcome. Uh, where is your sign? <laughs> What, what sign? Where is you? your sign that says this is a restaurant? Oh, it, it, it says Olive, olive Garden. Olive Garden, I think it is a forest. <laughs> uh, where are the trees? Where are the olives? I think I come here to pick olives. You're, this is, you're lying to me and to all these people. <laughs> very sorry about that. Good. <laughs> I'm very sorry. How, how did you and Bajork meet? 
I, uh, we, um, we were in the same prison cell. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Beautiful. Wow. Thank you. That was yeah, amazing. Man, I want a quick comedy. It's yeah. amazing. Do you, you do any other characters? <laughs> yeah. Um, What's like quick in your stable? Uh, I have a um, a French teenager who thinks uh, Florida is like the height of culture. Yeah. <laughs> Can you do oh it? Oh my God, Can I need to have yeah. that. Oh my God, I need this in my life. Yeah, so the character is... Um, so she's like, Bonjour, Tiffany. You know, I write to you while looking at my window overlooking the Champs Elysees. But how I wish I was with you in Tampa Bay, Florida. <laughs> <laughs> she's just like, You know, I received the shorts you sent me. They're so beautiful. I just think it's so funny if someone who's like the height of class loves right. like loves. Jersey Shore. Yeah. Stuff. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's definitely, that probably, there is someone like that. For yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. For sure. For sure. There's you somebody. The shark teeth necklace. Or yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, wanting that lower back tattoo. Oh, sure. I should add that yes. in. Yes. <laughs> All right. That was a good, that was a good game. That was good. Let's, go, let's, go, let's do our second game, which is not so much about you, but more about us. Ooh. It's called Nice Asian Guys. Okay. There you go. So in this one, uh, this podcast, uh, we, you know, we've got two Asian bros, me and Fumi. Mm -hmm. And, Hello. you know, we're, we're all about representation, but we're all about how we're represented. And mm -hmm, nobody mm -hmm. ever, you know, it's a little bit different now, but in general, nobody likes Asian guys, you know? Mm. Is, that the, is that the case? Well, yes, yeah, so that's how we feel. It's, okay. For me, it's like, we don't really know how we're being perceived mm. at, at any like at, at, a, at any given time. We, we just don't know what people think about us. Interesting. Sometimes I feel like people think I'm cool. Sometimes I feel like I'm being ostracized. And I just don't know. So we want answers from the outsiders. So this is Got just, just uh, very quickly, we're off the top of your head. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Say something nice about Asian guys. Go. In general? Yes. Um, I would say like great style. Ah. Mm. Give us another one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> another one. Um, She's like, I'm out. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so good. That's it. That's it. Could be about us too. Um, yeah. yeah, I am just looking at both of you. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, okay, wait. No, what's another thing I know about Asia? Uh, you know, math whizzes. <laughs> <laughs> we went there. We went there. Really? You know, what? that's our own. That's our own fault. That's right? our own fault. Being greedy. We wanted two things. Yeah. <laughs> the first one's so PC. Yeah. Second one's so stereotypical. Yeah, I love it. I love it. <laughs> Small eyes. Let's you know what? I did. There. I have to say, the other day I was at work. And I won't be specific because I don't want to get trouble at work. But I got an argument with somebody about how percentages work. Okay. And I was so I would knew. How, how do you get? What do you mean? Like that it's over hundred and that's it? Like what's no? What's just the that argument? like the 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 way that like uh, a certain percentage is calculated. Okay. And this is a very simple thing. I yeah. only know this because like it's a very t typical SAT question type yeah. of question. Yeah. And it, you know it's you encounter it all the time, but um I was so riled up about it. Yeah. And I was like, but I was like, I can't pull the Asian card on him. Yeah. But at the same time, I know I'm right. And mm. you know what, you know what that feeling you get when you're like, I am 100% right and you're 100% yeah. wrong. Yeah. I'm going to shit in your life. But <laughs> I just couldn't do it. I, just, I, I was stuck. I was just like, all right, you're fine. You know, I you just let it go. You let I let that, it go because you know, he's never going to learn. This is how it is, dog. Damn. You know what? So I got to take a straight Asian guy. Damn, so dude. hard. That's so why hard. we have this mm -hmm. segment. So. We should we should both say some nice things about Asian guys so people know what to think about us. Both? Oh, so nice well, what things. What do we like us? about Asian guys? What do we like? Ooh, yeah. This is a hard question. It's a question. Um, what do we like about I like Asian that they're, guys? a lot of them are um, not so aggressive. <laughs> yeah. Yesterday, I was uh, managing a comedy show and this I put some Asian dudes like, you know, in the second row and I could just tell they didn't want to sit there because Asian people are afraid of comedy. <laughs> um, they're really afraid of comedy mm. and um, I don't know, something else. 
shoes shoes inside the house <laughs> and i could tell they want to sit there and they came up to me and they're like hey man do you think we can sit on the um the booths on the on the right and the left the left side and i was like oh yeah you can sit there but um you know it's it's a sweat out show so like i'm gonna have to put other people at your table and they're like okay never mind we'll sit in the front uh, and they, they backed off real quick you know yeah but a lot of a lot of customers that i've deal with at, at this particular comedy club they'll fight back they'll be like no i want the booth table and i want to be alone you know uh, so like what do you say to them you know, most of the time I just give it to them. Ah, uh, see, now you're being that nice guy. I'm being that nice well, guy. Well, I guess you work there, so it's a little different. But but, th- but this is one of the reasons why I like Asian guys, because we're nice. Mm. You know, we let it go. Oh, mm. that's so nice. Yeah, what do you like about Asian, straight Asian guys? Straight Asian <laughs> straight guys? Straight Asian guys. <laughs> <laughs> this question has only been ever asked like twice in the history of the world. This is one now. I guess in the similar vein, I mean, I've, I've got, there's so many things I like about us, um, but I'll just do... Um, we uh, have pretty cool hair. I'm gonna say it. I think we hair? have pretty cool hair. Mm. I was uh, I was hanging out at this really awesome Japanese, um, you know, the sushi spot, and there was very, uh, you know, they had these dudes, and they had like, you know, they had cool Japanese like accents and shit like that, mm. and they all had like, they just knew how to do their hair right, mm. and they had like good facial hair and like regular hair, Mm-mm-mm. and so when we can we can tame the mane, look dope. Yes, there's a lot to work with with Asian hair. It really does. A lot to work with. A lot of variety. Yeah, and we can can do the shaved head thing and look kind of cool, which is what I do. Without right. looking like a racist. Without looking like a, a kind That's of like... That's our strength. Yeah. Like you're, <laughs> Asian people... Like because when trying. we shave our head, they're like, oh, peaceful monk. <laughs> but when white guys shave their heads, it's like American racist. History X. American yeah. History X. Damn, I didn't even know we had that advantage over them, dude. Yeah, that's it. That's nice. Yeah. I love this game. It's a good game. <laughs> I love so this game. So, well, yeah, we'll, we'll hopefully keep, keep, keep doing this keep game. Keep doing this game. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if the second one would always be good at math. That'd be sweet. Yeah, well, I this wish is, I was better. It's a good, it's a good gauge to see where our uh, uh, where our guests are at. Yeah, uh, yeah. you know, in Asian America, and mm. uh, Natasha has only, has you know just barely scratched <laughs> yeah. the surface of level barely. one. Barely. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you very much. So, Natasha. thank you for playing. I tried. Thank you. <laughs> okay, that was episode fifty-one. Everybody, thank you so much for listening. Uh, again, our guest today was Natasha Vainblatt from. Comedy Central. Uh, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Let our listeners know. This will come out probably tomorrow. I would say, um, yeah, check out my Instagram, just at Natasha Vainblatt. And I had um, some stand-up come out on Comedy Central stand-up digital um, that I'm really proud of. So check that Flex. out. Flex. Damn. Do you have that, Mike? Roasted us. No, dude. I don't even have a tape, dog. <laughs> <laughs> same, same. Uh, again, you can also follow me and Mike on Instagram. You can find me at the Fumi Abe. That's T-H-E-F-U-M-I-A-B-E. And you can find me at Nice Pants Bro. And you can find our joint account at Asian Not Asian Pod on Instagram. And uh, what else? What is going on? Hack City. Hack our next City. Hack City is happening at the Canal Street Market February 27th, 8 o'clock. Get your tickets now. Come a little early. The food hall closes at 8, so come a little early. Get yourself a beer. Get yourself some food. It's going to be ultra ultra lit we're also going to try to organize a little like very informal after party you know Ooh, so not velvet party. rope but maybe a small velvet pillow of some kind mm-hmm. uh, we're, and we're going to figure that out but um, you know so we can we can all hang out afterwards um, so yeah so February 27th hell yeah man also quick shout out to our uh, our network listening party yep. and uh, Canal Street Market Canal Street Radio for having us check those guys out on Instagram at listening party presents and at Canal Street Market uh, also iTunes Yes, we've been getting a lot of great reviews. Yes. Uh, so be sure if you're listening to this right now on the podcast app mm-hmm, on mm-hmm, your phone or mm-hmm. whatever, uh, go ahead and give us five stars. If you can, r- write us a little review. Yes. Those help. And uh, do it right now. Do it right now. And we're on page one now because of you guys. Yes. We're on pa- if you type in Asian, yes. we're right behind the Bollywood p- 
project and the Asian efficiency project. Asian efficiency, <laughs> and then also two white girls in China. <laughs> Those are the big ones. Those are the big boys. So we're up there. Um, I think that is it for announcements. Oh, should we plug that thing we're doing next week? Yes. Uh, so on Saturday, what day is that? Saturday the uh, the sixteenth of February. Uh, Saturday sixteenth uh, of February, we are going to be at something called Crushing the Myth. Yep, it's going to be held at the Cutting Room in Midtown in uh, in New York City, and we're basically doing kind of like a little TED Talk about what we you know our I guess comedy lives slash process, uh, and that starts at two um so you get there early you got to get tickets because i think yep. they will sell out but uh, we'll we put will a be link there. in our uh, we'll put a link in our um instagram bio so come come find us yeah and uh we'll be doing um some other things so other stuff that we've been cooking up and we're excited about it Hell so yeah, we'll man. let you guys know about that cool thank you everybody bye, bye.